0: Welcome to Snatch Season 3. This season, Umar and I will be diving into the third season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Umar, can you believe it's Season 3 already? I mean, 3 is the magic number, and I'm feeling magical. I love it. Let's far away. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's
1: race.
0: On this week's grand finale of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3, the finalists, Ella Day, Kitty scott Claus, and Crystal Versace wrote and recorded their own verses to RuPaul's holiday anthem. Hey, sis, it's Christmas. Uma, what a song. What
1: a song. What a song. What a song. song. I mean, we are not in December, but, I mean, I feel quite festive this year. It's a very iconic jam.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I wish RuPaul actually released a music video for this, because I think it could go down in history as one of the best Christmas hits. It should be up there with Mariah. On this Spotify chart at number two, because obviously
1: Mariah's number one. Do you know what I mean? I That's think so. I think RuPaul should um was it Mariah Carey who did the Walker's Christmas advert or She did! What's she doing this year? McDonald's. She's yeah. that, she's in the sea just I randomly. Think, <laughs> she's got she's got fresh fillet of fish vibes. <laughs> I don't know. But um I think so. I think Christmas is camp, bitch.
0: I love it. She's got all the money in the world and she's just posing in the uh, sea for McDonald's. For millions. <laughs> for pure
1: millions. I mean, we are well-versed in CGI... Yeah. ...after our honours, um, award covers and stuff. So, I mean, it gets me approval. Yeah, yeah. So, right, so this episode was incredible, I think.
0: I think what a fantastic way to end the season.
1: Just like Christmas, I feel like this episode gave a lot of positive vibes and people coming together and showing love... I think usually this episode in seasons when the queens come back it can get a bit hostile and crazy and yeah. all that. But I think it had a good aura and a good energy and a family vibe.
0: It but did. Like I'm pretty ready. I'm pretty much ready to put up my fucking tree now. Put the tree up, bitch. I'm, I'm yeah. going to put decorations around my laptop computer in the office. Can't wait to decorate. Gamble. Gamble. <laughs> you go, then, <Glenn>, Coco. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the queens individually. Right, doing this challenge because. In rehearsal, writing her lyrics, getting ready for the challenge. I need to chat with you about Kitty Scott Clause's lyric that she came up with on the spot of don't need no presents, I'm here to win the crown. Santa baby, come pull my knickers down. Oh, Grammy. Give it a Grammy.
1: You thought Santa baby was a raunchy number. Yeah. I mean, it's not even about coming down my chimney anymore. It's about pull, this, pull, the, pull the fucking panty down. Pull my fucking knickers down, bitch. Um I love it. It's camp. It's fun. Um, And they all looked like blonde, busty Mrs. Klausers. Agreed. Who do you think
0: slayed the performance the most for you?
1: Well, we were both looking at it. And I think Crystal. Yeah. I think Crystal, the dancing was on point. She redeemed herself. When the roast last week, when Kitty was like, you can't do choreo, Kitty... Oh, gotcha! Kitty had to eat humble pie then because Crystal really did that. Sex on legs, legs. and also she I think Crystal's us. lyrics I think were clever and upbeat and really vibed with the song.
0: Yeah, Ella slayed it as well. Like what a way to open performance! She gave oh. us vocals. <laughs> we were talking about Mariah, but Mariah can move aside. Ella Veday should be in the next McDonald's. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think um, yeah. <laughs> I think with this challenge as well. We've had a lot of lyrical ensemble challenges. So by this point, it's like, you really have to give something new. Yeah. After BDE as well, like, what? how are you going to lift it up to a higher level? I think all of them did. Visually, it was amazing. I loved the past queens coming back with the candles. Oh. It was very dramatic. But yeah, they
0: were so serious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Veronica took her part. <laughs> like, it was Judy Jenge in... Judy respect. Jenge? No, <laughs> Judy Dench. Is it Judy Dench? Yeah, not Judy it's Judy Dench <laughs> in Shakespeare in Love, where she comes in for five minutes and gets a, a supporting Oscar oh, Actress no. Awards. Veronica was cunning <laughs> for that position. I'm loving the Shakespearean. Um I swear you brought up
0: Shakespeare in Love, I not
1: know. I know. No, last week I, I brought up um, Elizabeth. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I think on the whole, for me. They all shone.
0: I loved her lyrics. I'm sorry, I just loved Loves her lyrics. They were smart and witty.
1: I think, on the whole, I just think Crystal. This episode had just, a, it was just a new side to her. It was like really yeah. overcoming obstacles and challenges that she faced, and really pushing it all out there. So I was really proud of Crystal. Yeah, we need
0: to talk about Kitty. I lo- she had me with her Silla Gemma, Nadine line. Oh yeah, that can was you good. actually do a little? Little
1: thing for me right now, can you do Silla, Gemma, and Nadine, but try and do it in each of their voices? For you? Oh, surprise, surprise, my love. Um, <laughs> I was and then was the other one? Silla! Is that it? Oh, surprise, you Graham. Um. <laughs> and then. Uh, Gemma. Gemma! Shut up, you're never going to get this candy. It's Gemma Collins, the juice stay. Right now, i Nadine's And foil. then, oh, mum in my passport. <laughs> 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 oh, Cheryl Hall. Cheryl Hall being Um that. it. that's all for me, folks. Um, I think, yeah, the challenge I think was really great, and there's no flaws on my end. No. Um, and also, I think in the workroom as well, it was nice to have conversations brewing about all three queens reflecting on yeah. their journey. And... Oh, do you
0: know what? They've all had winners' journeys for me, they're all just beautiful, yeah. Crown them all, crown them all. Also, I need to give a special shout out to Kitty that Forwards at the end where she just pulled off Santa's head.
1: Do it. <coughs> Go she's out. so
0: ridiculous I love her I love her alright hold on Uma we'll be back after this to discuss the final runways and we'll be chatting with the winner
1: of RuPaul's Race UK oh 2003 oh I'm so sorry
0: Okay, Umar, let's get serious for a second. Here in the UK, our trans siblings and marginalized communities are facing severe attacks in the right-wing press.
1: I know, I'm just sick of seeing this. The lies, the
0: hate, the spiel, it all just has to start. Exactly. Media Watch is a new six-part Gay Times original podcast series that dissects, analyzes and critiques the way LGBTQ plus issues are reported on in the mainstream media.
1: And calls out that bullshit. So if you're scared to dabble in politics, don't worry. This podcast will teach you a thing or
0: two. Speak it, Uma, speak it. Each episode, host Shah Miyasani is joined by a special guest to look at the ways the press use misinformation to discriminate against LGBTQ plus people. If you want to explore the truth behind the headlines, subscribe and listen to Media Watch now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You better click on that link. <laughs> and for the final time this season, we're back. So let's go into the runway deep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said that with some determination. <laughs> oh yeah, what's that quote that? He is the day. Cheryl, he, he, he red 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 I've been new to death now, to be honest. That was my thing before Keating's skull. Oh. It, was, it was Cheryl's thing, then it was my thing, and then Keating rinsed it to death. God no. damn it. Anyway, Were we you're the first it?
0: person to ever yeah, do
1: that. Yeah, I invented <coughs> it. Let's go. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the
0: final runway theme, which
1: talks. is... Pardon? <laughs> I've got thoughts on the runway. Oh,
0: okay well okay so it's final three or <laughs> extravaganza do you know what
1: just take it away i'm, I'm expecting your thoughts the thing is i'm going to be really really honest and this is not shade to um the queens because at this point in the competition we know your drag suitcase has been rinsed to death like mm-hmm. and this is like the final horror i think for me crystal was the only one that looked polished Really? I thought they all looked stunning. I love all of them, and they all looked polished, but L of day, I do think the shoes let her down. I do think the silhouette could have been more dramatic. The hair could have been more, like, I don't know. It's just, it's a hard one. Same with Kitty. I thought the colour was a bit muted. Mm. I think Crystal, for me, just looked like a vision.
0: Yeah, but what I will say, and this is what I will say, I, I thought they were all beautiful, stunning, Uh, but I don't think this is each of their like best best and I think surely coming into Drag Race you have that one look at the end right where you're like this is my eleganza extravaganza moment this is my the pinnacle of my drag Mm -hmm. and I I didn't see that for all three of them they had better looks earlier in the
1: season what I will say is and this is what I will say (laughs) um, when they had the crowning ceremony at Heaven last night I think all three of them looked beautiful there yeah they look like I think they That, for me, Day's gown was beautiful. And Crystal's red number. Oh, my God. Kitty as well. And I think also those three queens at Heaven were not dressing in a way that... They had to prepare <laughs> for a dramatic lip sync for the crown. That yeah. could have been any kind of song. Exactly. And let's talk about that lip sync. Shall we talk
0: about the lip sync? Let's talk about So it. they performed to You Don't Own Me by Dusty Springfield. Love a it. bit of a slow number. I do love the I do love the song. Love it. It is a dramatic song, actually. Do
1: you know what I take about? No, I I I want this. You wanted this? I want something like this, or like a Bonnie Tyler, Turnaround, Bright Eyes, turn around. Total Clips of the Hearts in Episode One. Yeah. Because unless it is like All stars that has just gone on where it's like stupid love and it's solo and stuff. Mm. I think if you're in a ball gun and you can't really move, I just feel like girl like give us drama in the eyes. And I like the way they all look turned to the back and then Kitty was like, oh, I'll join you at the back (laughs) And I think it was just like dramatic and camp and I think all of them did a really good job. Who do you
0: think won, Uma? If you if you had to give it to one of those queens,
1: do you think? There's something in Crystal's face that's very intensely focused and fierce.
0: Yeah. And what I will say is, I agree, I think that Crystal had this look in her eyes that was like, I'm taking that motherfucking crown. I'm taking it. But Kitty, I enjoyed more, personally.
1: Do you know what? I love Kitty to death, but I think somewhere in this last couple of episodes, I... Get the vibe of like she's the lovable bridesmaid, but not the bride. Oh, oh. And I think they've kind of painted her in that way, where she's everyone's happy, smiley go best friend, and we love her to bits. But you know when it's just like she's done all she can to make everyone happy, but it's not her time. But I think for me, in that sync, Crystal just looked like oh, a winner. Yeah.
0: So basically, you're comparing Kitty to Catherine Heigl in 27 Dresses. Absolutely. So she she hasn't got her solo moment yet, but maybe All Stars will be her. Oh um, yeah. Oh well, I'm sorry, jumping the gun there. Uh, well, we have a winner, Crystal Versace. Yay! I'm very happy for her. To be honest, I would have been happy for any of these I queens. Been
1: I agree. I think... I'm so happy for Crystal. And I... It's, it's the thing with Sonique as well in All Stars. Sometimes Kylie Sonique. Kylie, Kylie Sonique. Her. Oh, right. <laughs> is she paying that's, your bills? That's her former name. Yeah, I know. I'm it's sorry. Delicious. What I'm saying is, the final episode can blow everything out of the water. Mm-hmm. Track records, badges, wins, yeah. lip syncs. The final episode can do anything.
0: But then I have to ask, then why do badges actually... Bloody matter then. If you've got four wins, like Ella, and you've collected all these badges, you've mm. the, you statistically done the best in the competition, this is no shade to Crystal at all, because I think she represents a new kind of winner for Drag Race UK. Yeah. Um, and I think she's one of the most polished queens we've seen in a very uh, long time. Yes. And she slayed everything, yeah. right? New generation of drag.
1: But she she had the worst track record out of all three. But then I think, let's be honest, it's a TV show and they need to make the queens talk about something. Yeah. Because if you don't talk about badges and track records, you're going to talk about dick and tucking and all of, of that stuff in the workroom, which I'm here for too. <laughs> but it just keeps things spicy and it keeps things going. But maybe you never know in the future, it might mean badges turn into leaderboards. Yeah. And there's like a point system and like, you know, the Olympics of drag really Definitely. does come into it. I think Crystal, worthy winner. Yeah. I agree with you. It Represents a new side to it. Absolutely. Like. In that case, when people were comparing the Vivian and Lawrence with Kitty and Elevade, and that's our drag. What's your views on that? Do you think Elevade and Kitty were just not in the shoe-in for the win because of those comparisons.
0: Maybe. I I just do think that RuPaul loved Crystal Versace more than them. That sounds harsh, but he literally told Crystal, you're born to be a drag queen. That's the highest of motherfucking praise you can get from the queen of drag, right? Yeah. I think he had his eyes on her the whole time. He was never going to let her not win. It's his decision at the
1: end of the day. Yeah. I agree. But also, I think the lovely thing is... I always say this: that every season from *Nanny Snatch*, it doesn't really matter where you chart, really. If you've got charisma, unique, is never talent. Mm-hmm. And no matter where you chart, if you can carry that through on social media and your tour dates, and you can get a loving group yeah. of fans, your career's set in gold. Yeah,
0: I know. I said earlier they've all had winners' trajectories, but I really do think like Crystal's had it more than the others, just because she started off as a you know, quote unquote, robotic fashion queen. And then she opened up about her dyslexia, being a virgin. She she branched out with the acting challenges. She did really well. She lip synced. She showed all that stuff, yeah. you know?
1: And I, and I like that, because I think I also like this episode that all of them kind of gave Crystal her flowers and props, where they yeah. were like on Instagram. It looks very filtered and you look like a harsh fashion bitch. But I think what we saw was, Crystal for me is not just a fashion queen. She's just a really... Um, realised drag queen. And yeah. I think if she's doing this 19, I can see her in so many different avenues and stuff. So really happy for Crystal Versace. Yeah.
0: Well, are you ready to hear from the UK's next drag superstar?
1: Of course I am. I spoke
0: with Crystal Versace about her well-deserved win, the twists and turns of season three, and whether she's down for an all-winner season. congratulations on winning the crown i mean how does it feel to be the youngest drag race winner ever
2: oh my god it feels insane it feels correct it feels um yeah just honestly unbelievable i can't even wrap my head around it i honestly would never have thought i'd take the crown
0: yeah i mean what does it mean for you personally to be the uk's next drag superstar
2: what it means that rue completely believes in my drag and trusts me to bring it forth so, I mean, that already in itself means the world. And it just has put, like, the biggest stamp on everything that I've done for the last three years, building my drag career and working really hard and to the best of my life, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you heard from Rue yet? Like, how does that work? Does he give you a call? Does he texture? What does... What
2: does... <laughs> I sometimes pop over for a cuppa. Of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. He's, like, somewhere. Somewhere. Probably filming Bless another it.
0: season of Drag Race somewhere. Yeah, but... probably.
2: <laughs> Honestly.
0: So take me back to last night. What was your reaction like when your name was called, when you were sat there with Ella and Kitty? Like, how did that play out? Oh,
2: that was crazy. Um, I knew that moment of like waiting, like the suspense they create. is like, I knew that was going to be like painfully, like just so intense. But it was just amazing. We had the best time watching that episode. Like that was the funnest viewing Like, we had. We just had so much fun watching it. And then after that, it was just like, you know what, babes, whatever happens. We all knew, like, even before, like, even when we came on the show, we were like, girls, whoever gets it, like, deserves it. We don't we don't care, you know? And then when my name was called, I was like, I just couldn't, I didn't know what to say. Like, you saw it, I literally didn't know what to say. I couldn't even cry. Like, I couldn't, I literally was, like, in shock. Because it was just, like, everyone was just cheering. I was like, okay, right, I just fell into a dream. Like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. How did your mum react at the time? Oh, my mum's bawling it. She couldn't even take a breath. <laughs> Bless her. It was so cute. Um, yeah, it was so bloody nice to have her there, just, like, witnessing it all and, like, feeling it all. And what an amazing episode. Like, what a ride. Yeah.
0: I mean, and not only were you in the company of your season three queens, there was Tracy Beaker there. Tracy motherfucking Beaker. Oh, my God,
2: I know. How gaggy. A
0: pregnant Tracy Beaker. I was like, what
2: the? Oh, my God, yeah, she was pregnant.
0: Love it. What an amazing evening. Please take me back to the final episode. It was so joyous. Like I was just smiling the entire time. How did you oh. feel when doing the challenge and then speaking with Ru on the on the stage and then lip syncing for The Crown? What was going through your head throughout all of this?
2: Um, honestly, the, the competition got so much better in there towards the end as well as watching it from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just nice. I was saying how genuine this episode was we could just see each other having fun and like bouncing back and I could see myself like forgetting I was on camera yep. and it was just so nice and even talking with Rue Michelle like that was like there was so much stuff that was cut out we were just having a right laugh it was so funny
0: yeah I mean you mentioned things being cut out. I know you've probably been met with this question a lot, <laughs> but was there anything that did, kind of did make the edit this season that you would have loved to have seen personally? Like a moment with you or a moment with another queen, you know, because obviously it's so many hours condensed down into one hour.
2: Of course. There was a lot of things, uh, little bits. The only thing that I kind of would like to have seen is the Scarlet drama. There was a lot more said there. Just to say I love Scarlett, me and her are great friends, like, we all are. We are so close to family, there is no beef, nothing. But, like, back then, you know, watching that as well, when we, we watched it, it was, like, it was so, like, intense and, like, we were just, like, ooh, like, grabbing each other's hands. Um, but that there was a lot more said there, and I really popped off at her. Oh, wow. And that was, yeah, they kind of cut that out, but, so, you know.
0: Yeah, so we missed out on an iconic
2: uh, untucked beef. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I've got the merch ready and everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll be buying. I'll be purchasing. I'll I'll buy I'll be putting a link in here to your merch. (laughs) Buy it. (laughs)
2: The one that never got released.
0: (laughs) Um, There's been so many twists and turns this season. Honest to God, Anubis said it best. She said there's been more twist than a cheese twist in a bakery so literally literally what was it like for you in a competition seeing all this kind of play out as both a contestant and as a fan of the series like how was that
2: (laughs) honestly it's been great it's been such a weird experience to like watch myself on tv first of all and then see it all pan out seeing a lot of stuff that i can't even remember and yeah it's just so it's such a mixture of like things you know um, but it's been incredible. It's been like there has been so many twists and even there we were always shocked. It was an incredible season. And yeah, there were so many great moments. Mm.
0: You opened up a lot about personal aspects of your life this series, such as being a virgin and having dyslexia. What
2: kind of impact have you witnessed these
0: conversations have on like the fan base?
2: I mean, I've had so many messages. I've had like podcasts reach out, uh, loads of stuff. And it's been, it's been lovely to see a lot of people like really heartfelt messages of like, I actually never have seen this representation on TV before. Like, I've never seen someone talk about that, you know, because it's some things, but it's like, to me, they're my things, you know. So, but people have connected with it. So I can only be so thankful for that, you know, it means a lot. And for those people as well. Yeah. What's been your absolute
0: favourite moment of this whole season?
2: Oh, there's so many. It's honestly been, ugh, every episode has been incredible. Like, honestly, I, I, I want to go back, but I I just, like, I love doing it. Um, and I miss the feeling of, like, being excited and terrified and, like, sad and all these emotions, like, all the time. It was just amazing. I think my favourite moment overall, moments, were the runway. I used to, like, I loved doing the runway when I think, when I see it, like, back. I, c- I can remember how I was feeling in that moment and like when the music started playing and I just walked, and it was like, that's any girl's dream, you know, yeah. struck the wrong way in front of Queen of Drag. I know this is really premature, really extremely premature. Like you've just won the crown. So
0: like, why am mm. I asking you this? But if the opportunity ever did arise to be on an all winners season one day. Yes, I would like to come back and knock them bitches right out and be the winner <laughs> of the winners. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Would there be a certain queen you'd be terrified to go up against?
2: Or are you ready to just decimate them all? No. Decimation.
0: <laughs> and you can read Gay Times' full interview with Christopher Sarchi at gaytimes.co.uk as per. Right, that is the end of such Season 3. Uma, can you believe it?
1: Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Oh, it's been a journey and it's gone so fast. It's
0: been an honour to do this with you, honestly, and I'm so excited for Season 4.
1: Four? I can't wait. Season four, give them more. Give them more. Right, let's go get that KFC. Should we go get that KFC? Let's go get that KFC. I love you and I love this season. And all that's left to say is. Farewell. Farewell.
0: Goodbye. Snatched is a Gay Times original podcast. Subscribe and listen to more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you're following At Times on all major social media platforms for the latest LGBTQ news, culture, and entertainment. Loved this episode of Snatched? Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thank you for listening.